Dave and Giggles on Radio Free Brooklyn. But that right there. Yeah, what is that? It's some weird thing. Some thing I had on my head. What is it? All right, now I can hear you really good. Nice. And I can hear myself. All right, now we'll start. All right, we'll start now. What is that thing on your head? What did you do? I don't know. I think I had like an allergic reaction. I think it's like dermatitis or something. Oh, shit. That was bad. Yeah. Did you get that checked out? I know. I got to go to my derm. I got to oh, go to man. my, I got to go to a lot of places. Got to go to a lot of places. <laughs> So I don't know if I told you this, but I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm okay now. But I what was happened? In I got the wrong uh, color Gatorade for my four-year-old and she flipped out and she does the thing where she can get out of her car seat. I'm like, can't do that. You can't like, you know, as we're driving. She like, wiggles out. She wiggles out. And I was like, you can't freaking do this. Like I would have never done that as a kid, wiggled out of my car seat. So why, why does she do it? Why do you think she does it? Because she's four and she's fighting. Oh, she's four and fighting. Four is a tough age. You look good. <laughs> What's going on? Why are you being so quiet? 
and the kid's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, and she's sleeping. I think, well, she's been sick for the past couple of days. Oh, man. You're having yeah. a rough one. I'm just having a rough. I'm not really in show mode right now, but I'm going to You got to get into show mode. You got to get yeah. into show mode. Both of us. There we go. There we go. What about there? <laughs> like, yeah, look. I mean, it's even better. It's, it's gotten better, but I think. So what, what Gatorade color does she like? Here's, here's what I think. You know what I think happened to my, what my happened? head? I went, you hearing that? I heard you that. Hear that, or, was that. I heard it. I got an email. All right. <laughs> Jeez. This is a terrible show. Here, I turned off my. <laughs> here, uh, okay, okay, here we go. Maybe it'll stop because I just quit. I just All closed. Right. Tell me what's going on over there. You're, you're in a bad spot. I'm just, you know, I'm just talking talk out, talking out. Just busy, and it's just me, you know. Like I was uh -oh. supposed to go to Seattle on Monday, and I was like, I can't do it. I can't you do can't it. Can't do it. I'm doing this video, this long form video for a a very well known Colorado organization, mm -hmm. and I got a deadline on Monday, so I've got this video due. And then my kids weren't going to school, so I was like home with my kids, and I was like, listen, I got work. I got I got stuff to do, you know. Yeah. So, so then you got the wrong color Gatorade. I got the wrong color Gatorade, and then all hell broke loose, dude. <laughs> what color does she like? She wanted pink, and I was like, I don't have. They didn't have pink. Why don't pink. you just get red and then water it down? I should have. <laughs> it's not like that, dude. Like, if you come back with the wrong thing, she freaks out. She freaks out. Is she the toughest of the kids so far? Is the, is the girl the toughest? Yeah, she's pretty tough. She's pretty tough. My mom always said, "Boys are a dream, girls are a nightmare." Yeah, girls are not. I mean. Like she, and she's super sweet, and then she like uh, laid down with me and like you know took a nap, and then now she's like sleeping. She's been sleeping for like an hour and a half. So I think is this you why know, you got this tired. thing on your head. I think is so. It stress? <laughs> is it stress? It could it be looks stress. really bad. Well, I think here, you see it. Oh, I it's, do see it. It's really bad. Not that bad. Ooh, it looks bad. It looks really bad. It's not that. I can't see it looks it. like a Frankenstein scar. What are you talking about? You can't see it. No, I, I keep turning my head and then I can't. And I look back. I'm just trying to get comfortable. I know. You're getting comfortable. Oh, oh. Shit. What have you been up to? So I'm yesterday I went to the dentist. Okay. Oof. They did, uh, they did all the, the um, x-rays. You know, I hate that. I hate the x-rays because they jam that thing in your mouth. They like jam it down your throat. Hate that. You're not supposed to jam it down your throat. I mean, you know, it, it sits in like right, back of your tongue. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. And then they did the, they have this wand now. Have you been lately? They have this wand that they kind of like go over your mouth and then inside of your mouth. And it takes a 3D mm. picture of all of your teeth. Sure. It was weird as shit. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird. But she said that I need a tooth pulled. Ooh. I know. She said I need a tooth pulled, and then they are they going to replace it, or are they just gonna so they want to they want to replace it. They said there's an infection in one of them, so they're okay. like, we should get that out. And I was yeah. like, oh boy, don't you and worry then, about my head. Don't you worry I know, about my head. My head. Don't worry about your freaking teeth. So then she's like, okay, so we'll take it out. Then they let that heal for like a month, and then they put in a titanium screw God. inside your head, and then they put the fake tooth in. You're screwed. Guess how much that cost? Two thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Oh, you got to get another dentist, dude. Seriously, five thousand dollars. What she said. Be like five thousand dollars. Go somewhere else, man. I know. 
Maybe. That's a lot. That's a lot it's for a, lot. a two, Like a root, a root canal. I paid cash for a root canal and it was like 1100 1100 Yeah. yeah. Makes so sense. To pull a this is a, getting a titanium screw in my head. You don't need a titanium screw, dude. That's what she said. You I gotta go some, you got to get a second opinion. I'm just. Well, she you said that, that I could go, go. I could go to the whatever specialist, and then they could deal with it, and not remove the tooth. But she's like, you know, you can get a nice new tooth. It's in the back, though, right? Yeah, it's it's over here. Yeah, I broke it a while ago. That's the problem. I broke it. Yeah. 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 You don't have five thousand dollars for one tooth. That's a lot $5, for one tooth. For one tooth, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So I'm debating it. And I only I only had one cavity. So I was pretty proud of that. It's not, not bad. bad. Not bad at all. Mm. Oh, man. So what's going on? We got Brittany Griner's coming home. This is true. It's true. I feel like the first thing she's probably going to do is take a big hit of some like half oil. You know, <laughs> like, you know, she's got that friend that's like, all right, I got you. Like once all you. the press is done, mm -hmm. you know. Well, do you think hit. you'd go that way or do you go the other way? Be like this this I am like never doing this pen. again. I'm never doing this again. I am never doing this again. If I were her, I'd be like, I am never leaving America again. I am staying yeah. right here. I mean, the first thing I would do, like, A, I would never go to Russia. B, I would never bring, like, drugs into Russia. No, that's a I bad would just idea. Be like, that would be well, the last thing I would, like, think to, like, forget to, you know, not pack or, like, leave in my suitcase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're going to play, like, basketball in russia i'd probably want to be a little high you know? i mean yeah i mean what and then also you're like she's probably she's like um, one of the best in america so you know she's going to be amazing in russia right so sure. and like it's just like it's probably one of those things where she goes to russia and all these russians are like oh this freak american basketball player is here we're all going to go watch her play so it's probably just like novelty to her so she's like i'm gonna go and get high yeah. whatever bring a little hash pen bring a little hash pen no yeah. big deal. Well, I, think, I think she's learned her. Well, she's not out yet, though. She's released. no. I think she's on her way home now. I think she's she's, she's out because uh, Biden said uh, I talked to her on the phone. She's out of prison and she's on her way home. Hmm. So well, there you go. Look at did that. Did you see who they traded for her? Yeah, he's like an arm, like an arms dealer. He's like a bad guy. He's like the worst arms dealer that's ever been traded. I know it's really bad. I feel like if we ever got arrested in another country for anything like this or something similar, you know, different, like nobody would ever get us back. Nobody Who do you think would be an equal trade for you? <laughs> Just some like Joe Schmo over there, like some, you know. Oh God, no! I I I think I've. I've done. I've done a lot. I've, <laughs> what does that mean? You've done a lot. <laughs> hey, I shovel. Hey, listen to this. Get this. Okay. I want to pat right. myself on the back. But I, uh, I was shoveling driveways the other day. We had a little bit of a snowstorm out here in Colorado. Oh, that's nice. So the thing I like to do, it makes me feel good about myself, is to go shovel neighbors' driveways. I, I especially like gauge by the age of the neighbor. I'm like, all right, if this chick's old, I'm going to shovel her driveway. You know, I don't want her out there like slipping her, you know, mm -hmm. slipping. for free. You're out there for yeah. free shoveling. Yeah, driveways. I, I don't right. get donations. One time there was a neighbor who gave me one of those cakes one year. She was like, thanks for shoving my driveway. And I had another well, like fruit cake. No, like one of those nothing bunt cakes. They're like these really good red velvet oh, cakes. Yeah, I've seen those. Then I had another neighbor gave me a bottle of scotch. So I'm not going to say I like, I don't do it for, I do it mm. for free, but sometimes people gift me, you know, you know this. Right. I think anyway, if someone is there. shoveling your driveway, you got to give them a little gift. Yeah. You don't have well, to give so, them money, especially just for, a little especially gift. For this season, especially if I do it for this season. But anyways, so I'm out there. It's one of the first times I'm shoveling for this, this season. And uh, I'm like, God, I smell a gas leak. And mm. uh, so I told the, the old, you know, elderly neighbor about it. And she's like, all right. 
So she goes out there and she's putting away her trash can. She's like, Mike, you're right. I do smell the gas. Like I'll call the uh, Excel, the, uh, the gas people or whatever. Yeah. They came out there, they fixed it. I'm not going to say I'm saving lives, but I think I'm saving lives. <laughs> they should trade you for a high profile yeah. person. <laughs> it's true. I'm saving old ladies from gas leaks. Speaking of saving, what's the, what's your, what's your neighbor situation? Like what's the dog situation? We're not going like? to talk about that. We're not well, gonna is it bad? That. Is it real it's, bad? It's not, we're not going to talk about it. Cause it's, I don't it's not something I want to, you know, put on the air. Oh. Just, uh, because yeah. you you've, because yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 we're not gonna we're not gonna go there it's uh it's still bad but it's it's it'll Ugh. the other neighbors I, well you know and here's the other thing is you know i'm gonna probably shovel their driveway too i'm just gonna i think that's the step i need to take is just to be nice as nice as i can kill them with kindness kill them with kindness that's what i always say god but it's tough to be you know i think we need kind people in the world dave and uh, <laughs> We do need kind people in the world, yeah. but I mean, what what does that get you if you're being kind and then everyone's just being miserable as hell? You nice know? guys finish last. You know this. Nice Coke guys finish last. They want somebody that's like you know the jerk mentality or something. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. oh, I know. And what did are I gonna tell do? you? Did I ever tell you the time junior of high school? Like, I sent this girl some flowers that I had a really big crush on. I think so. And I, was a, I think I told you the story, right? I like think this so. is. I think so. What was her name? Angela. She was like a dancer. She was beautiful. Uh, wasn't into me at all, but you know, I don't get the clues. So I, uh, I, I sent her some flowers and I'm sitting around a lunch table with all, you know, like some friends and whatever. And I'm eating my, uh, my freaking, you know, macaroni and cheese and my pretzel combo. And, uh, she comes up and, uh, she said like something, I think she brought the other flowers cause this guy, Trevor gave her flowers or something. And she was like, yeah, we're going out. And like, didn't even mention the fact that I had given her flowers earlier. <laughs> And I think it was one of those times where I was like, you ever like cry while you're eating? Oh God, that's so sad. You've got like food in your mouth and you're just like, like ready to cry. And you're like, oh God. And I, I felt like I was about to cry. And I think I got up. You probably died. did. You did. But, but I was, I was a sensitive kid. And, uh, you, I, I could see you having a lot of feelings crazy. as a kid. Yeah. I had a lot. I, I had a lot of, I did have a lot of feelings. You had a lot of feelings. That makes sense. This is a good setup for, uh, I was thinking about doing like, I need to find a therapist. I've told you this mm -hmm. and not just you, not just tell you my problems. I, I mean, I, I'm a good listener, but I ain't going to tell you what to do. You know? No, no. I need like medical like, therapy, <laughs> but I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking of, team blown. around you. <laughs> You'd be like, am I okay? Uh, no, look at your head. Your head is what's wrong with your head. You know what? That's I, a stress bubble. What are you talking about the vein in my head? No, no, no. That thing on the side it's of your right head. There. Yeah, that's a stress bubble, man. That's bad. It's not a stress bubble. I should get it, but it's healing. I should get it looked at. All right. So tell, tell me about this therapy. Thing. Oh, I was just saying, like this, this right now, what we have, like yeah. the in the microphone. Like I feel like I want to talk to my therapist like this. Yeah, you can. So, yeah, you could like do the the it, like this type of therapy. They well, they I think do people this do that now. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know. I just, I like the, the in-person therapy. Like it's just kind of, I think you're nice. an in-person type of guy. It's true. It's true. Hey, this is a question I wanted to ask you. Give it to me. Um, what do you think about all right? So there's the pandemic happened, right? We all understand that. Sure. You've been and there. then we're in this world now where we're like coming out of, out of the pandemic and there is the work from home, right? 
Mm-hmm. The hybrid, which is like you go into the office like two or three days a, a week. times a week, yeah. Or sure. you go, or now we're going back full blast back to the office. Yeah, just blasting in the office. What stores. do you think should be? What do you? What would you do if you had a company, and you were like, okay, everyone was working from home for the last three years. Would you? Would you be like, okay, come back to the office, do the hybrid, or be like, continue what you're doing? Mm. Uh, that's a good question. I think it just depends on the. Uh... The, the environment. I mean, I feel like if people can get their jobs done from home and like, like me, like I'm taking my kids to school and then I work now and you know, and I'm like mm-hmm. an office would be terrible for me. Cause I'd have to like be there and shit happens. And I have to pick up my kids sick from school. Right. I'll leave the office. So I think I everybody like, is like that. Right. And I think people like companies that have paid for office buildings and office space. They're kind of like, shit, well, why are we paying for this? Why are we, you know, I think yeah. some people like having people in person cause they can like check their work and be like, all right, cool. Let's get the team together. And, yada, yada, yada. But man, I don't know, man, driving, like commuting, it sounds like it sucks. It does. I think, you know, it like, does. Here's, uh, here's the thing that gets me. Everybody who I would ask this question to will say, I, I think I like personally, I don't, I think I should work from home, right? Who's working from home. But then people are in agreement that like, yeah, there should be like some in, in person working environments. But the thing is, everyone's like, yeah, but not me, but not me. Right. But I think I also you got to think the longevity, like how does that affect society if we're all going one or the other? Like you, we saw how society became a thing, like where, where it went when we were all working in the office, like, right? It's like, maybe it's not the greatest, but if everyone started working from home, what kind of antisocial things are we going to look for down the road? I don't know, man. I, don't, I mean, you look pretty comfy. Like I'm, I'm very comfy and I like, barely go into the office, but I mean, yeah. that might be the problem. Maybe I'm too comfortable. Yeah. 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 I think you're asking this question for yourself. I, I am think. asking this. Well, the way what made me think of it was the guy who um, runs Google mm-hmm. said he believes we need to return to a full in office setup because he thinks it's, it's, it makes teamwork, yeah, makes it, true. makes it, makes yeah. teamwork yeah. become oh, a yeah. real thing. Cause you're right there and you're like, right. all right, let's, Let's crush this. I think they call it scrumming, I guess. Scrumming. 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 I've heard this in the tech tech world. They like come up with a problem and they, they scrum and they like, it, it, I guess it means to figure it out quickly or they team up or something. I don't know. Right. That makes sense. I've never been, in, you know this, I've never been in an office environment. No. Never. Have. I, bet, I think the closest you probably ever been was in uh, working at like a, a, a restaurant or, or an event. It's true. When well, I mean, teammates. I, like I've never worked. I've never worked at the same like unless you consider my home office the same place. But I've never worked at like no, that's not the, that's an office not office it. or a restaurant restaurant for like longer than like, a, like I want to say a year. That's, I got to look at that. I mean, you know, it's always something different. Well, what jobs did you have as a kid, like a teenager or twenty? The first job I had was working as a uh, uh, what do you call it? A waiter in an old folks home. So I was like, it was called a oh god, what a bit. So it was like 13 or 14, you could get like 375 or 425 an hour. And uh, how many hours do you do? Like 20, I think a week, maybe. That's a lot for like a 13 or 14 year old. My That's child my, labor. My ship, no, it was like 330 <laughs> to 730. Okay. And then or 430 to 630 or 40. Like, okay. like do a couple hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the old folks are eating for like hours. You know, they get them in there. You have an option of, you know, <laughs> different option. <laughs> right. Of food. And then they're in and out. And like sometimes I would do valet. 
which would mean to push the old ladies back to their, mostly <laughs> ladies, but push them back to their uh, rooms in their wheelchairs. Just get them home safely. I bet you talk to them a lot. You're like, oh yeah. Well, I mean, that was like, I was telling somebody at the, uh, this ass, I've been in the service industry for over, I want to say almost 30 years. You know, like I've, been, yeah. I've been pushing old ladies and serving people for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. So, no, that's what I'm just <laughs> saying, man. I'm just trying to. You know. <laughs> so you really never really had a job to... job. No, no, no. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like it helped you or it hindered you not having like an office to go to? I mean, I don't want, I would never, I think I like would never survive. I think I, oh, this is not really like a you know, ribbon in my cap here, but like I did one of these temping jobs where I had to like just stay in the office. And I think I was just, I just had to be in the office because there was other people from another law firm and they were like getting papers and stuff like that. And I just had to be in the office and it was quiet. It was on a weekend and I was like, God, this is like terrible. It was like so quiet. And I like, I crawled under the desk and I took a nap. And I was like, I was was like, I was like, like, "I I can't do this. I can't sit at like a weird office that's empty you know, for like multiple hours. And yeah. then also I was probably like pretty tired, but yeah, I just, I'm not, I think I'm probably hung over. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm a good like office employee. No, I can't see it. I can't see you being an office guy, but you know, some people are who you waving to. Waving to Lucy. She's up. She's, she's up. up. How's she feeling? She she's looks a little, screaming uh, she's looking. that's good. <laughs> yeah. I Doors hear, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in here, Lucy. See this kid. I haven't seen this kid in a while. You haven't seen this kid at all, man. No, not in person, but I've seen her in pictures and in, on video when she jumps on. You're like the worst godfather ever. I know. I don't even think I would make you a godfather. I don't, I don't even think you have godfathers. No. Do you have godfathers? No. 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 But if I did, you would if not you be did, the No. No. Oh, God. Uh, I know. I know. If it does feel good to just chat. Just it does. Like, it feels good. It's like it's like a whole thing. It's like uh, it's like therapy, which you're gonna get into. You do need therapy. a good team of therapists, you know, just around you. Uh, just to be like, just to be like, I think everybody needs therapy because I feel like a lot of people have had sort of like traumatic childhoods, you know, or even like traumatic adolescence. They've all everybody's had something kind of like messed up happen to them, but nobody wants to talk about it, you know. And I think true levels i know i i think you're you're right but like i don't know i don't know how i feel about it because i feel like sure i'm probably pretty messed up you know sure yeah look at you look at me like you know i've had a lot of people die in my life and and whatnot and it probably has messed me up but like i feel like the way you deal with it is is if if you are functioning and and relatively okay to move on and and whatnot do you need therapy? I don't know. Because I also think therapy should not be like what it has become, which is like an ongoing thing that lasts years and years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. I think therapy should be like you go in and you deal with an issue until you feel better about it, where you've gotten help, and then you kind of like fade away. And then if you if you feel like you need it again, you come back. But I don't yeah. think it like the ongoing thing is it might be too much for people. Because then it also perpetuates this thing that there's something really fucked up about you. True. But what do I know? I'm no professional. No. Hold on. Let me let me talk to my four-year-old here for a second. All right. Talk to your four-year-old. I'm going to sit here and see if... Uh, really important what you said, Dave, but I just got to get back to this. See if I can uh, do something here and uh, 
and uh, keep this show rolling. Um, All right, I'm back. She just wanted to turn on the TV. So, what's she watching? She hadn't asked me. That was nice, though. She uh, is it just her or the other kids at school? Oh, and Leo's home too because he called me. So I took the kids to school, came back home, and then one of them was like, "I need to come home," so I went back to school. What was and his reason? On the way back, because his stomach hurts. There's every all the kids are sick, and I don't know if it's that way yeah. in New York or you know, but Colorado, like kids have RSV, kids have RSV is really bad. COVID, kids have uh, uh, all types of stuff. Is RSV? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Look at this! Look at this! I, I gotta wow, go. I gotta suggest. I Jeez. got us a guest. You didn't warn him, did you? No, no, I did no. Not. I like this. I was like, is that the? Is that the uh, how are you? It's been a minute. I'm good. How are you? How's everything? You look great. It's so nice Thank to you. see you guys. Thank you. It's good to see you. Joining us is Melissa, also known as I don't remember your DJ name right now. DJ Defiance. DJ, DJ Defiance. Defiance. Been, That's what it is. I'll tell you guys more about this, but I've been uh, on the run from my former and present identity for a little bit. Okay, Explain. I can see that. Explain. I did want to. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Tell us what's going on. So. For those not in the know or non uh, longtime listeners of Dave and Giggles, my name is DJ Defiance. I, when this show was uh, on Radio Free Brooklyn Sundays at seven, I used to have the show after that, back in the before times, pre pandemic, pre existence, et cetera. But now I have uh, abolished my punk roots and gone to law school because life is terrible. <laughs> Wait, no, I think it's because your parents were like, listen, you got to stop DJing. We need you to, get a real <laughs> we need you to have a real job. Oh, I have, have a real job or someone's conception of a real job before but now oh my gosh it's so and so I go to a very conservative law school I am not a very conservative person sure. um so you know bit of a culture shock uh but the funniest thing about it is I've told a couple of people because it's on my resume that I you know hosted a radio show for many many years I only stopped Uh-oh. hosting um up yours earlier this year and so I've do you not hosting at all at, at, the, at our Radio Free Brooklyn? You're I'm done. Law school. She's in law school. You can't be hosting school. stuff. Yeah. Plus, I don't live in Brooklyn anymore, so I'd really just be a poser. Mm. It's true. He hasn't lived in Brooklyn at all. When ever. was the last time we? <laughs> I feel like this was four years ago that we last actually like had you on the show. Because it, it, like it would have been pre-COVID. Yeah. It was right before COVID. Because we were talking. Remember, we were talking about oh, um, doing a show where we were all going to take mushrooms. And <laughs> yeah, and that show was scheduled for March 14th, I yeah, believe. It was. We were going to do it right right after, yeah, right as the uh, pandemic started. Because we were talking about the week before. So it was like, that's the last time we, we really were uh, a thing as, as a group here. Well, I'm glad to see that you were alive and well and you're in law school. Uh, what Do you have a, like a, a, a area, area. Of that you want to go into? Like, what, like women's law? Uh, you know, what, what do you what do? Punk law. Punk law, yeah. Radio law. Well, you know, our uh, intrepid music director, Tom Gallo, is a lawyer, which I actually have to admit, I did is not really? know until somewhat recently. I actually, no maybe idea. our former music director, and I don't know what Tom's okay. up to, but Tom is a lawyer too. Um, So I don't really have like a declared like field of law. I don't super know what I'm doing so much, mm-hmm. but law school is a lot. It's sure. not quite it's expensive it's so expensive you how many years not. you have left one and a half uh so assuming i survive finals which i'm currently in 
Oof. Give us a question. Give us a, like a law question. Give uh, give me like a pop. Uh, give Dave and I a pop quiz question on law. All and right. See if it's it right. Um. Let me think about this. Okay. Um. If this is legal, yeah, I think this is legal. You're only. I think it's legal. There's nothing like non-legal like about a, like it. A case or something. Well, I'm trying to think of like what a good like pop quiz. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're a lawyer. You're on the stand, right? Sure. And you're you've got your own witness up there. Mm-hmm. And you say to that witness, I'm trying to think of a good way to phrase this. You say to that witness, um, so on the night of December 14th, you were the one who saw that guy murder that other guy. Are you allowed to do speculation. that? Speculation. That's speculation. No. No. If they were an eyewitness, it's not speculation, but technically you're not allowed to ask a leading question on cross, mm-hmm. um, direct, I mean, and because the only answer to that is yes or no, it's a leading question. So asking a question like, on December 14th, what did you do? That's not a leading question because you can answer that. But saying on December 14th, you saw that guy kill that other guy, that's a leading question. Leading question. Now, here's yeah. the here's the real the real uh, guts of this this whole setup. Is this like feeding into your dream of wanting to be a lawyer at some point in your life? <laughs> Is that it? That's Legalist? the question. Did I go to law school to become a lawyer? I think if you're no, going no, to law no. school. I'm talking to Mike. I'm talking to oh, Mike. You're talking to, oh, you're talking, talking to you. Did, uh, did you ask this question because you wanted to be a lawyer at some no, point? No, no. I don't want to be a lawyer. Well, no. I think I'd probably be an okay Well, I'd probably, I'd probably, if I was a lawyer, I'd probably like hose my client. I'd probably say something that the client told me a privilege <laughs> in court. You definitely would. Yeah, and then you would have to work in, in an office. And uh, I don't see that happening with you. No. Adjourned. So are you, uh, are, you, uh, are you being, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Are you being pursued by law firms at this point? Or is that not No, yet? they don't want me. They don't want you. Oh, you got you to gotta put your, put your like, work in. You got to graduate law school first. But a lot of places will grab you. I had this summer, I had all of these corporate interviews for like huge positions, like big, big, scary law firms, like huge firms. Sure. Sure. Are you guys going to edit some of this out? No, we're good. Uh, No, no, we're recording. Well, unless you really want me to. Don't name name me. I'm going to be more careful about what I say. But I had a bunch of like corporate law interviews this summer. It's like a pretty standard thing that you do when you're in law school. Mm hmm. Um, if you like in certain schools and they, you know, run you through the ringer, all of those things, but they don't want me, which, you know, honestly is fine. Also, before I forget, don't let me be rude here. Mike, how are you? How are the kids? How's your wife? How's everyone doing? He's having a, oh, for a tough day. He's having, having a tough, tough day, day, but it's okay. Oh, We're fine. Sorry. Kids are fine. I have a, I just have a rough four and a half year old. She's just, I got the wrong color Gatorade. She, she lost her shit and started getting out of her car seat as we were driving, which is not okay. safe. And it's kind not of, not so much now. And he's got a stress right? bubble. He's got a stress bubble. Look at his head. Look at his head. Look at this thing on his head. It's a stress bubble. Dermatitis. I think I went to a a not so clean massage parlor, and it's from the it's from the head face thing. I think I think it might be a dirty head thing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's where I got it because it's on my it's on my where your head sits down, you know. And they're just yeah, that is about right. Yeah, Uh, they're just not very comfortable, and I have a giant head, so like. Like I'm all, you know, I needed, I need an expandable head thing when I go get massages. I should just or just a clean head, head thing. That's yeah, or just a, yeah, like I a little. You could bring those little like disposable <laughs> things you put on the you toilet. Could. Seat, like, you should bring your own. You go yeah. enough, you should probably get one. <laughs> I should just bring my own massage <laughs> table. <laughs> my, uh, 
places. Uh, no, uh, to give you the, the lowdown, things are good. Um, uh, business is good. Life's good. Kids are good. Uh, the, the missus and I are celebrating 11 years of married bliss coming up pretty soon. So December, what was it? 10th. 10th. So, uh, I was there. I was at that wedding. You were at that wedding. That was, I was not the best man, but I was close. I was like second in line. You've never, in the time of the pandemic to now, Dave has never come out to Colorado. Still, still, it's true. Still hasn't come out to Colorado. It's true. So, I mean, well, I was no. telling Dave, I'm gonna beat him to it. I actually am gonna be uh, about an hour from you this summer. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise Mike and be like, hello there. You should. Oh, you gotta it. stop by. You would definitely be a surprise if you just like showed up at my house. But uh, let, let's let's see. What you gonna be? I in don't Boulder know where you live. It would be very weird. I'd look for the tent, I guess. It's true. The tent's not. <laughs> That's up in the backyard. That's in the backyard. Yeah. You won't uh, see it. Hard to find, but what uh, I want to ask you this. How's your love life? How's the, I knew when we were talking last time, there was like some dates. Uh, Is it appropriate to ask somebody oh. their, their love oh, life? Oh, it's fine. Uh, like We've known each other for like a billion years. This is true. Point. And this you know, it, the best part about having me as a guest is I am an open book about literally everything. It's no. why I'm a very good radio show guest and why I have a weird personal life. But your answer to your question is no, I'm no. in school full time. I have literally, I mean, no time yeah. for anything. I gave up my radio show. That's how like mm. I no time I have. Got it. Well, you I were dating that check. one guy for a while, and uh, that's I didn't a like the not story to be spoken about right now. But I'll talk to you about we it. When we to, I love that. No. Like Melissa's the only person we ask tough questions to. I know. <laughs> yeah, because true. I'll always answer them. <laughs> I know. Most people would like politely say, "Oh, let's talk about something else," but I have no filter, so I'll just answer them and fuck myself true. over for it later. I would love to see one of you, or I'd love to see you in one of these job interviews. At these law firms, and just like the, the guys are like, hmm, okay, interesting. I schooled a guy from a corporate law firm on Octavia Butler. He was talking about how much he loves, because I was an environmental studies major undergrad. So I was talking to him about, like, you know, my passion, like my passion for like climate change law and energy and environmental stuff. And he was like, I really Woke love stuff. like environmental speculative fiction. And I was like, oh, like Octavia Butler. And he had no idea who Octavia Butler was. Octavia Butler is like the mother of like environmental speculative science fiction. I was just like, I have no poker face. So I was like, okay. So I mean, then at that point like, he was like, shut this interview down. Yeah. Yeah. You're schooling me on environmental science fiction fantasy right now. <laughs> Octavia Butler. Know. Can't go wrong. I have a problem sometimes uh, just talking so much, I think. And that's what I've tried to do this year is just to listen, especially like, in, you know, like in-person conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, you go to interviews and you tell them about like drugs that you've taken, which is the reason why you're not a firefighter now. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Thanks. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it'll come know. back and get you. It will. It will. It will. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I know it, it is funny though, because like a bunch of people ask me in these corporate laundries, because they say I have a show. They ask me about the show and I was like, do I tell people I ho-? like, you know, corporate law people that I hosted a hardcore feminist punk show don't know how that would go over. So I just was like, oh, you know, a variety of genres. But I did talk about that time. I did that real classy poetry uh, potluck dinner because that was classy as fuck. I made everyone read up. I made a lot of my friends like read uh, poems and recorded them and threw it all together and did that. I remember that. I remember that. That was like not too soon before the pandemic. That was like right around that time, wasn't it? It must have. I actually want to say it was during the pandemic. Oh, it was during the pandemic. Okay. That makes sense. I it must have been. Who knows time? Who was on that? Who was on it? 
I bet you could go back to the archives. It's somewhere in there. <laughs> it must have been during that. Do you miss do, doing a show? show do you miss what? doing a show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To do a law show. You should do Lost a law show. Yeah. You know, law. to give you a very personal but truthful thing, you know, the honest thing is I started my radio show in what, 2018, when I was feeling like angry about a lot of stuff and the punk music, which I've always loved, really spoke to me then as like the avenue of what I wanted to express, but didn't necessarily want to be talking about with like people I knew. And over the years, I think partially because of the COVID pandemic, partially because of, you know, the emotional moderation you have to do to survive law school, I have kind of lost that anger, which is good because, you know, anger is not always the healthiest emotion. Sure. Anger is something that's, you know, helped me get through stuff because, you know, living well is the best revenge, et cetera. But I've started to feel less angry and the music, while I still love it, it doesn't feel indicative of where I am. It doesn't at speak as a to person. you as much right now. Yeah. I love right, so it. So what does, what, know. what, what kind of show would you want to do now? You're going to, and kill me for this do you know what i've been okay so when i was a kid so i for i grew up here in new york city where i'm uh, speaking to you from live today are you still at I, your parents house yes yeah nice <laughs> save money so i get it you're in you're in grad or lawyer school yeah. you need to she's save at her money. studio dave she's at her, she's studio. At her studio in her parents house <laughs> yeah you can hear my dad he's on a zoom in the background if you hear him let me know i'll uh put headphones on no, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. You're cool, so Dad. I, my emotional support music, like throughout basically age like three to now has always been show tunes. Hmm. I am like a big theater geek. So hmm. it's basically show tunes or Mitski. It'll just be show me Mitski. playing. Did you go see yeah. Mitski when she played at, uh, where'd she play at? Uh, Rockefeller no, or whatever? Because I saw her many years ago um at music hall of williamsburg it was like half full a much smaller venue for like 20 bucks and this year you know it was radio city for like a million bucks however i am getting tickets to and this may not speak to you at all but to other listeners it may death cab for cutie and postal service are touring together death cab is doing the entirety of transatlanticism and um Postal services doing the entirety of Give Up, and for like a child of the OOS, that is like my like Super Bowl right this there. This was like so, just announced today, wasn't it? It was, and <laughs> I have not been able to stop thinking about it. I'm very excited. I got uh, my girl, my uh, lady, sent me a forward that is Death Cab for Cutie co-headlining tour with the Postal Services. So like she just uh, like two minutes ago sent me that email being like, we have to go see that. But that doesn't speak to me. Like Death Cab and Postal Service. Maybe Postal Service is a little more than Death Cab, but like, it's just, I was too old for it. I was just... You have to understand like transatlanticism and the and give up too, but transatlanticism was like the album of like my angsty elementary school, middle school era. When, when the year did that come out? 2000? It's gotta be close to seven or eight. Six, seven. No, it wasn't eight because Narrow Stairs came out in 07. I think it's earlier than that. Like, who's a band you couldn't miss if they went on tour right now? Who's a band you'd be like, I have to go to that? That speaks to my heart. It sings to me more than anything in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I've always wanted to see like 
I've always wanted to see John Mayer and the Dead. I feel like those are fun, you know. They're to- this is it. This There's, summer is their the last, last tour, one. so I kind of want to like. Do you, you want to come out and go see them at a, a City Field at Met Stadium? No, I don't want to see the Dead in New York. I want to see the Dead in Colorado. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that does feel more right. Yeah. I remember no. Luke, uh, who had the show before Dave, went to see them at Red again right before COVID. I think that's what started our uh, mushroom talk. Yes. And I, I was like very was. jealous. He said he had a good time doing like, what did he, was he doing? Whippets in the parking lot or something? I was just like, what? <laughs> I hope he was. Also, Transatlanticism <laughs> came out in 2003, and that makes me oh, feel wow. very old. Wow. How old were you in 2003? Three? Eight. Eight? That's when yeah. I graduated college. <laughs> I was already working. Yeah. Listen, a lot of my friends in law school went straight through. One of them is 22. I'm like, I don't like you're a child, like with with only love to my friend who's 22, who's great. But I'm like, I'm like afraid of her. She's like young. I'm like, I don't how know. Much, how much does law school cost a, a year? Just say if you don't have a scholarship. A semester. Like 40, 40, a semester? Well, like I want to say. Tuition see. alone in New York probably gets you around 60. I would say for my friends who are paying, you know, rent food, utilities, et cetera. Like uh, where I go says the the overall, like overall cost of attending my law school for a year is about 90,000, give or take. It's not that for a me. A year. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Two right. semesters. Yeah. That's a so lot 60 grand for you for two semesters is what you're telling me. She does. Well, I'm on financial. I have, um, I have you, scholarship. Do you have the scholarship? A full scholarship? Oh, I wish. Oh, man. I turned down a full ride to a different law school, and every day I wonder why the hell I made that decision. Why did you do that? Where was the other law school? Still also in the city. But why didn't you take that? Full full law ride? School, law school is a game of rankings. And when I wanted to go to law school, when, you know, you'll remember this, I was like catatonic for most of the beginning of the pandemic. Like I was just not functional. I was really anxious. I wasn't in a good place. And I like did not know what to do. I didn't really want to go to law school at that point, but I was like, I guess I'll just apply whatever and figure it out. And, you know, when I wanted to, when I was applying to law school, I thought the only thing I would ever do with my life is like good guy environmental law, you know, like Aaron Brockovich style, you know, saving small communities from like environmental harm, et cetera. Like that was what I thought my life would look like. And the more that I got involved in like the legal profession, the more I understood that what I envisioned as being a career for me was not really something that exists for most people. But when I was looking at law schools, what they always tell you is you need to go to the best ranked law school you can get into because that gives you the most job opportunities, that gives you the most uh, like blah, 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 blah. And New York is such a competitive legal job market because there's so many good law schools here, you know, NYU, Columbia are two top law schools in the country, you know, it, it's a very, and people move to New York to practice law. So it's sure. a very, very competitive field. That being said, the law school I went to ain't done shit for me, so I don't know. I might not have made the right choice. And you could have got a free ride somewhere else. So yeah. all right, I think like in general, I think the overall, overall idea is either you want to go to law school to be the Brockovich, right? You either want right. to be like to do good into the world or you want to go to law school because you heard it's going to make you a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Or you need and and or you need the money. A lot of the people I know who are taking these big corporate jobs and a lot of people in even regards to that are people, you know, 
who have families to take care of. And, you know, the starting salary in big law in New York is $215,000 a year, $215,000. I know someone is going to make that, you know, money at 24. I know. Right. Yeah. It's, but, it is crazy. And like these kids are, are getting out of school and they're young and they're making that much money and they're probably doing a lot of drugs, but that's here nor there. There. So what I'm asking you is here, what has your, what has developed out of the idea that you're not going to be the Brockovich? You're not going to be able to do that. What that, so where does it want to, where do you take it from there? That's a really good question. And honestly, I've spent a lot of time this semester trying to figure that out. I've had like, just like a series of like really crushing rejections and like disappointments and things going belly up in a way that I've honestly never experienced so many painful and hurtful and personal rejections at once. So it's like love and life. Not love life related, but I it know, really but it's like a love life. It is. Yeah. I mean, you think about you commit to a relationship with a school for three years, you commit to a, a field for your entire life. It's you're getting married to the law, like in a creepy, horrifying law. way. <laughs> Johnny Law. So that's, you are Mrs. Johnny Law. Johnny Law. Yeah. So I guess the answer to your question is that I was incredibly lucky. I worked for many years before law school in the legal field in doing work in a particular field that I love mm -hmm. that I may have the opportunity to pursue after law school. I'm looking at some other opportunities, you know, both in like the private sector and the public sector. The nice thing about staying here for law school is that like you get a lot of options and you can try a lot of different things. You just have to be proactive in trying to, to get opportunities. And I was not consistently proactive in that for a lot of different reasons last year and have been more proactive in it this year, but it may have been a little too little too late. Mm. Anyway, this has been a lot about me. I got another question and this is going to go out to everybody. Okay. So this is on the earlier part of the show. Giggles told us about his daughter. He got her a Gatorade and it was the <laughs> wrong color. So and I was she, wondering this too. What is the wrong color and the right color? Because I have an answer to this, but I was curious. Oh, good, good, good question. What is the wrong color and the right color? Look at this right. look at his face. Well, I, I, I got like a, a white one and a blue one. And that and was I, the wrong color. Pink. She wanted, and then, yeah. I wasn't even, I was just trying to do something nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's the right color and the wrong color for you? I mean, my color is orange. I like orange Gatorade. You know, orange if, is good. If, if I need some... Yeah, I mean, I, I really won't turn down any color of Gatorade, though. If somebody hands me, like, a free Gatorade, I'm not going to complain about the color. But I'm also, like, 41 years old. Not, like... Uh, You're not you know, a four-year-old. I'm not a four-and-a-half-year-old girl with attitude. Well, what is the right color for, for you, Melissa? So I discovered this year, after getting COVID, how much sugar Gatorade has in it. God. And I switched to getting Gatorade Zero. And I always used to get the, the white one, the what like the white cherry. And then I had an allergic reaction to it. Oh, so that used to be the right flavor, but now it is abundantly the wrong flavor. So the right flavor is any flavor that is low sugar that I'm not very allergic. To. Who gets an allergic Yeah, reaction? how are you allergic to Because it's just like it's just it's like something about the chemical that makes it white. Weird. I don't know. But I had like a miserable I had some okay. Is it I, cherry? It's not real cherry, right? It's, it's like white cherry. It's not real cherry. Not it's real like cherry. White cherry, but like chemicals. Allergic I had like I had like, 
I got really sick. I was, so I was traveling this summer for a little bit for like a week. I come back. I have COVID. some, I get, I come back my last day I'm in Paris. I, I go to this restaurant, long story short, I wake up the next day. I have what turns out to be salmonella. I fly oh, home Oh boy! and then I'm drinking this Gatorade to like, keep me like, you know, going. And then I have an allergic reaction and it oh, was just, boy. So you have and this allergic was about a reaction. month after I had COVID. Oh. So I was just like, this has been a crap run. That anyway, really what's your bad. right and wrong flavor of Gatorade? I've always been a red, red guy myself. Um, but I do find the older I get, the more that sweetness is just too much. So like, I haven't really had a Gatorade in a while because of that, because it's just so sweet. Maybe I should try Gatorade zero, but I feel like I need somewhere, something in the middle, you know? I've been hearing that like the thing to do is like switch to Powerade. Powerade? I haven't yeah. had Powerade in a while. There was vitamin water too, which I felt like was in the middle somewhere. I don't think it has electrolytes though, but it is good. No, I it love is vitamin good. water. I mean, that was 50 cents drink. That's what he made like a million dollars off of. You know what's good for you guys? Mm. Water. Water is Ooh, good. Water. Water Mr. Is health good. over here. <laughs> All right. So that wasn't my question though. My question is this. So for example, his daughter said, this is not the right Gatorade. I want you to change it and make it the right Gatorade, right? That's an example of my question. My question is this, if you could change one thing in the world right now that has to do with you wanting to change it, what would it be? In your life, is there something that you wish you could change? I mean, if we're going broadly, I'd like to, you know, get rid of racism and- That'd be great. I like on a selfish level, I guess I would say like pay inequity is a huge one for me. Like, you know, women in the law are, they miss like big partnership opportunities because people expect us to go on maternity leave, stuff like mm -hmm. that, like pay inequity. And for people of color, this, you know, I'm, I'm white for those who can't see, obviously, but like, I, you know, I benefit from a lot of white privilege and what I'm paid, but you know, there's a huge disparity for attorneys of color and, you know, especially like female attorneys of color and what they're paid. So if I could change something that directly and indirectly impacts me, I would say beyond, you know, getting rid of racism and anti-Semitism in general, I would say dealing with pay inequity. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's an, that's an answer that uh, has been going on for quite some time. And I feel like we make no headway on it. Mm -hmm. It's really sad. It's really sad. Um, what's going on with you, Mike? No, I'm just thinking. I'm just I'm just taking a deep breath. I'm just uh, your head looks better than it did at the beginning of the show. I feel good about that. Thank you. Thank you. This feels good. This is like old times. It is like old times. I know it's, it's really nice. I missed like you guys. We used to do these video calls. We used to do these video shows before the pandemic. That's what the weird thing was. It was a I know remote show before? Like I don't think I've ever met you in person, Melissa. Right. The one time you were here, I was gone that week. I was yeah. so mad at Dave I for know. not giving me a heads up. He can tell you I was. I just kidding. figured you would be here. I just didn't think you would be gone. I know. <laughs> I know I love that, that was that was. I love how like thirty minutes into our show, like Melissa would just kind of be outside, just kind of creeping outside the doors. I'd be like, "Get in here! What are you doing out there?" <laughs> right, right. Just like staring at her. I know. I tell yeah. everyone though that you guys discovered the Dead South because now they're like a huge deal. They are a huge deal. They are. I know yeah, that was really they were funny. Like big. We I have friends who were like really serious fans of theirs. I'm like, yeah, well, Dave and Giggles saw them first. They know. I know. We we have them on. Yeah. You know what? The funny thing is, is that Giggles wasn't, wasn't on that there. show. He wasn't on that show. So it was only me interviewing those guys. <laughs> Mike, like last minute, you were like, oh, I got to go do something. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely bailed on you a few times. You did. You could but take credit for it. I wouldn't have known. 
Yeah. And sometimes I would like bail just to go like tank. I'd bail this show, like our show, just to go like deal with the kids and stuff like that. I'd be like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go. get out of here. I gotta get out of here. When you've got, got kids, it's not really bailing. That's kind of like no. I assume that's what having kids is like. Is sometimes you just gotta go like mm-hmm. take care of them. They're actually. It's what's nice is that they're actually at the age now where like they don't like if they take a nap they don't wake up crying. Like it's not like baby level. I remember trying to do this show like the baby Oof. level. You know, yeah, and baby like, level's rough. Not fun, but. Not uh, fun. But we're in a we're in a better place now. So Good. except when they try to wriggle out of their car seat. Oh my god! I was like, you can't. Like I would. It's like you can't. You can't do that. You have to stay in your car seat. What would your parents do to you if you try to wriggle out of your car seat? I don't know. I feel like the right thing to do is like stop the car and then like you like we're not driving any. But like, you know, we have places to go. It's not like you don't want to like, you know, give in to a four year old. But you gotta be like pull over and be like, listen, you know, the hell are you doing? The hell are you doing? Yeah, this is nuts. And the way people drive out here, I'd feel like horrible if something happened. And then like, she's out of her car seat. And I'm like, bad news. So, Do you ever you ever curse at them? Like, uh, so I don't mad curse at them. At them. I, I, I have a tendency to yell. I just have a... Yeah. I, I, the other day, my neighbor was... Um, uh, he's like, I share a wall, right? And they have two kids. One's like two. One's like four. And they're like... They're, they're from like six in the morning to like nine in the morning they just scream like adorable kids they're awesome kids i really like them but they're in the morning they're nuts but one day i was sitting and working and i heard a loud crash a loud crash like right on the other side of the wall and then i heard uh the the father go all right everybody get the fuck out of (laughs) here and i was like yeah that's that's the appropriate response to like a big crash you know oh yeah and I think it's okay to curse at kids if it gets to the point where they really fuck shit up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. It's, yeah. uh, I think that just that sometimes I think it's a human thing. It's like the yelling feels good because it's like I have to yell right now because I have so much emotion that I'm like, ah, you know. But then my voice is all sore and I'm like, fuck, why did I yell? You know, like huh? yelling yeah. does that to you. You know, you get the emotion taken away. You know, let it let it get to you, and then mm-hmm. there you go. And then you try to do a radio show and you're like, I'm in a bad place. I'm just not- <laughs> bad place. I yelled at my kid. Well, this is the first show we've done where we actually just chatted instead of having like a, uh, some kind of guest on that wrote a book or did a movie or wrote a song. So I, I forget wrote a about song. that. I, I, I'm not saying that you didn't write a song. I'm not saying that anybody here is not. I write a song that's going to get you any uh, airtime. But Generally, I mean, just but... sitting and chatting. Like, this is what we're doing. We're sitting and chatting. This is like old school. feels really good to do it. And uh, it's the first one we did really in a long time. So it feels good. It feels True. really good. It does feel good. All right. I got to go. I got to make lunch for my kids. I got to get just play a song or something. I'll play a song. <laughs> Melissa, thanks for coming on. You did good. Yeah, Melissa. It was, it was good nice to see to you all nice virtually. Good luck with law school. Don't, um, um, don't stop. Just keep, keep don't just keep stop going. believing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going for don't stop thinking about tomorrow, but I'll take either, honestly. Both work. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm proud of you. I'm glad that gonna... you're not so angry. I'm glad that that's I know. a little I bit know. like a little bit more joy in your heart. Yeah, put more uh show tunes in the in the playlist. I think it, it does you it does you well. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try to do these more often now. We're gonna get back into the saddle and, and start doing radio again. So I'm gonna text you a lot and you're gonna be back on good i'm i really i really did miss y'all it's nice to see you it feels very like normal and grounding and nice uh-huh. and i'm Isn't glad it? everyone's doing well happy healthy families and are mm-hmm. happy and healthy etc 
And then yeah. maybe I'll see you at the Postal Service show. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to if you want to get in on that, LMK, I'm going I'll with, uh, you've met my 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 best friend, Mae Kate, the one who's very skinny, blonde. Was she at your birthday when I uh, brought you guys liquor, I think? Yes, she's going to yeah. uh, come down and uh, come with us, I think. That's fun. All right, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. All right, good show. Good show. I'll see you guys next week. Later, buddy. Later. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>